ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله ومن يضلل فلا هادي امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث فان اصدق فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي حج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أوفيكم جميعا وأحسن الله إليكم Azawajal for giving us the ability to gather for the purpose of being reminded that is connected to the deen. greatest of the reminders a person being reminded about Allah and worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone a person being reminded about the following of the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a person being reminded about adhering to the way of the salaf as-salih the sahaba radiyallahu anhum ajma'in and those who follow them and those who follow them so the reminders that one can receive are means of an increase in one's faith as 
they used to gather and sit for the purpose of increasing their iman. Bring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in different aspects of the deen. And that they will encourage <clears throat> one another in going over a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sitting and going over from the book of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and other than that from that which increases a person's faith From the Salaf, they will say, Hayya bina nu'min sa'a. Come and let's believe for an hour. Bye. Let's believe for an hour. Meaning, let's remember Allah. Al-Bukhari, he mentions that Mu'ad ibn Jabal said, Ijlis bina nu'min sa'a. Sit with us, and we can believe for an hour. Come in a narration the Abdullah ibn Rawaha he will say Ta'alo Nu'man Sa'atan Ta'alo Falnadkurillah Wanazdadi Imanan Ta'alo Nadkuru bi Ta'atihi La'allahu Yadkuruna bi Makfiratihi He will say to his companions, Come, let's believe for an hour. Come, so that we can remember Allah for an hour and increase our iman. Come, let's remember Him by way of being obedient to Him in order that he remembers us by way of his forgiveness. It is mentioned that Abdullah ibn Rawaha, he said to his companion, Ta'al, hatta nu'min sa'atan, qala awalasna bi mu'mineen, Qala bala 
walakinna nazkurullaha fanazdadu imana Abdullah ibn Rawaha he said to his companion in order that we can believe one hour. So his companion responded, are we not believers? He's, we are believers. However, we remember Allah to increase our faith. is the way of the Salaf. Write and call one another to sit and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be benefited in one's religion. And in theology of the Salaf, it is upon us to do the same that we call one another and invite one another to increase in our faith. To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a moment in order that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembers us and that we take advantage of the free time that we have using it for the obedience of Allah, seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For free time is a blessing from Allah that many of us we overlook. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, ni'matan maqboon fihima kathir min al-nas, as-suha wal-faraag. أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentioned that there are two blessings that the majority of the people are healers of the majority of the people they do not have concern for these two blessings they do not take advantage of these two blessings. What are they? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned As-Suha, good health, Wal-Faraq, in free time. So it was upon us to take advantage of our health. It is upon us to take advantage of the free time. Using the time to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because once death comes to one of us, then there is no more time to do acts of goodness. There's no more time for us to stay away from evil and seek nearness to Allah by keeping away from the haram. My noble brothers and sisters in Al-Islam, From the principles 
of this religion is that which we find in the statement of Ibn Abd al-Barr rahimahullah ta'ala he stated min al-hubbi fillah azza wa jal hubbu awliya illah wa huwa hubbu al-atqiya al-awliya minhum al-muallimuna li dinillahi azza wa jal al-amiluna bihi Ibn Abdul Bar Rahimahullah Ta'ala he stated from the matter of loving for the sake of Allah is loving the allies of Allah and it is loving the pious and upright allies from amongst them the ones who teach the people the religion of Allah and the one who and the ones who implement and act in accordance to it this statement of this noble imam and scholar ibn abdul bar rahimahullah touches on an important matter of this religion and that is loving those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and having an alliance with those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has an alliance with for one's love and one's hatred should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala love and hatred in the religion is not to be based upon partisanship or hisbia love and hatred in the religion should not be based upon nationalism and racism rather as the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned awfaq ur al iman al hub fillah wal bugh fillah faith is loving for the sake of Allah and hating for the sake of Allah this statement of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam establishes that our religious love is based upon the deen not the hizb not the party or the group that one is associated with them associated with rather the love is based upon that which Allah loves based upon that which the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam loved in his lifetime likewise the hatred hatred is to be based upon that which Allah hates and hatred is to be based upon that which the that which the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam hated and know that whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he loves and whatever the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved 
then it is from the affairs of goodness. And whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he hates, and whatever the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he hated, then it is from the affairs of evil. So, loves that which Allah loves, and a person loves that which was beloved to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his lifetime, and a person he hates, that which Allah hates, and a person he hates, that which was hated to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his lifetime, this is an indication that the person is one who has strong faith. For this is from the strongest bond of faith. Who are the awliya of Allah? Who are the allies of Allah? So that we may love them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves them. Allah he mentions in Surah Yunus. Verses number 62 and 63. Ala inna awliya Allah. La khawfun alayhim. Wala hum yahzanun. Alladheena amanu. Wa kanu yattaqoon. Well, he mentions indeed the allies of Allah, there is no fear upon them, nor will they grieve. Those who believe and those who have a taqwa. In these verses, he has described his awliya. are his allies and it is important that we know who they are so that we may love them as Allah loves them and have an alliance with them as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has an alliance with them and it is important that we know who they are so that we stay away from harming them for harming the awliya of Allah subjects one to be an individual who Allah has declared war against. And whomsoever Allah declares war against, there is no victory for that individual. As has come in Al-Hadith Al-Qudsi, where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned on his Lord, مَنْ عَادَ لِي وَلِيًّا فَقَدْ آذَنْتُ فَقَدْ آذَنْتُهُ بِالْحَرْبِ That whoever harms an ally of mine, then I have declared war upon him. Sin does not know who the the awliya of Allah are, then it is possible that a person falls into harming them. 
whether intentionally or unintentionally. And this is something that we want to keep away from. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He describes His awliya, those who are considered the allies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are the ones, there is no fear upon them. And they are the ones who do not grieve. They will not be sad. And this is in this life as well as in the hereafter. For the awliya of Allah, they are protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The awliya of Allah, they are the ones who are given victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over their adversaries, their enemies, those who oppose them. Because Allah is with them. Of Allah, they are the ones who are upon the straight path. I did. Individuals who are in opposition to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's life. And when they are dying and they're heading towards the next life, there's no fear upon them, nor do they grieve. There's no fear upon them in relation to that which is ahead of them. Because they have sent forth acts of goodness, obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were upright upon Allah's religion. So what waits for them is a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no grief, no sadness for that which they leave behind of their family members and loved ones due to their righteousness. Allah, he cares or takes care of those whom the individual leaves behind. Wajal mentions, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُوا عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا Indeed, those who say, our Lord is Allah, and then they are upright, meaning upright in the practice of the religion, the angels come down upon them meaning at the time of death, and say to them, do not fear and do not have any, and have any sadness or grief, meaning do not fear that which is ahead of you. For Allah has prepared a reward. And do not be sad 
over that which you leave behind. For Allah will care for your loved ones in the dunya. This is one of the benefits in being from the awliya of Allah. That there is no fear upon the individual, nor any grief or sadness. Is it to encourage us to be from the awliya of Allah, to strive to make sure that we adorn ourselves with the characteristics of the awliya of Allah so that we may be from them? Without a doubt, this is something that every Muslim should strive for. Being from the awliya of Allah. So that they can receive this reward of being individuals. There is no fear upon them. Nor any sadness or grief. Allah Azawajal mentioning the reward of being from the awliya of Allah before mentioning the description of who are the awliya of Allah. And this is one of the methods used in the text to encourage the people to strive for that which is mentioned. That the reward and the benefits are mentioned before the description. Two matters describing who the awliya of Allah are. He states, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Alladina amanu wa kanu yattaqoon. And those who are people of taqwa. Those who believe, meaning those who believe the way the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam believed. Those who believe the way the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in believed. And this is very important. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدْ اِهْتَدُوا And if they, the people, believe in the likes of that which you believe in, meaning you, O Muhammad, and you, O companions of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, radiyallahu anhum ajma'in, then they'll be guided. So Allah azza wa jal connected guidance to believing the way the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam believes and believing the way the Sahaba believe. For if a person opposes the belief of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And a person opposes the belief of the Sahaba, 
the person is on the path to the hellfire. As Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِكَ الرَّسُولِ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيَتَّبِعَ غَيْرَ السَّبِيرِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُسْلِهِ جَهَنَّمُ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions, whoever opposes the messenger, after the guidance has been made clear, and he follows away other than the way of the believers, he will turn him to that which he turned himself to and burn him in hell. What an evil abode. Allah Azza wa Jal, He establishes the dangers of opposing the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu And from the greatest of opposition to the Prophet Sallallahu is to oppose his Aqidah, to oppose his belief system, that which came from the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the greatest of opposition. That a person believes in a manner that's different from how the Prophet sallallahu believed. That the dangers of having a different belief system than that of the Sahaba. Because Allah not only does he address the one who opposes the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but also the one who follows away other than the way of the believers, who are the Sahaba. What does Allah say? We will turn him to that which he turned himself to. And we will burn him in hell. What an evil abode. For the one who opposes the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam after the proofs and evidence have reached him. Hellfire for the one who opposes the way of the Sahaba radiallahu anhu majma'in. This is a great threat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is a must that we make sure that what we believe is what the Prophet believed. And what we believe is what the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in believed. It is a must. As for the belief of the people of this belief. And as for the belief of the people of innovation. In opposition to the belief of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, those paths lead to the hellfire. 
wa ta'ala, he mentions the second category or the second description of his awliya. And they are individuals or ones who they have taqwa. Wajal did not say Aladina Amanu Wayatakun who believe and have taqwa. Nor did he say Waladina Amanu Waladina Yatakun. Rather Allah used the word Kanu Kanu Yatakun. Which is an indication that the only of Allah are people who constantly observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This description of taqwa is with them. Constantly. Very important. That we observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a daily basis. Taqwa. These are the ones who are most honorable with Allah. As Allah mentions, إِنَّ أَقْرَمَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ Indeed, the most noble and honorable of you with Allah are those who have the most taqwa. Who are most honorable are not the most famous or those who have the most wealth or those who have the greatest of status. Or those who come from a particular land. Or those who come from a particular ethnic background. Rather, what is mentioned, those who have the most taqwa from amongst you. These are the scales that are used to determine who are the best of the people. Wajal, Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the best of the people, as he was the one who has the most taqwa. Where the three men, they went to the homes of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asking about his ibadah. And when they were informed, one of them said, as for me, I'm going to fast every day and not break my fast. Another said, as for me, I'm going to 
pray all night and not sleep during the night. The other, he said, asked for me, I'm not going to marry a woman. Allah, he was seldom heard about this. What did he say? Are you the ones who said such and such and such and such? Amma wallahi inni akhshakum lillah wa atqakum lillah. He said, I swear by Allah, indeed I have the most fear of Allah based upon knowledge than all of you. And I have the most taqwa than all of you. The Prophet said, However, even though I have the most fear of Allah based upon knowledge, and I have the most taqwa of Allah than all of you, I fast some days, and I break my fast some days. I pray at night, and I sleep at night. And I marry. So whoever desires other than my way, then he is not for me. Amr sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has the most taqwa. And he is our example. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Indeed, you have for you in the Messenger of Allah a beautiful example for the one who hopes with a meeting with Allah on the last day. Example of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The example was one of the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anha described, His character was that of the Quran. This was due to his taqwa. That he, in his daily life, was implementing the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They live an example of piety and righteousness in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Of the awliya of Allah wa kanu yattakun and they were and are individuals who have the taqwa of Allah on a consistent basis this is in following of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For this is his characteristic that has reached us from the Book of Allah and from the authentic Sunnah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a sign and indication 
of one's love for Allah. As Allah Azawajal mentions, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Say, if you truly love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you and forgive you of your sins. Alliance with Allah is not just a claim. Rather, there must be proof for this claim. And the proof is in one's implementation of the taqwa of Allah Azawajan. Sheikh Muhammad ibn Saleh al-Uthaymeen Rahimahullah Ta'ala he stated Wilayatullah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala La ta'ti Bidda'wa The alliance of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala It does not come By way of the mere claim. Allahu Akbar. One cannot just claim to be from the awliya of Allah and the matter is as the person has claimed. Rather, it is a must that this claim is made a valid claim by way of one's faith, by way of one's taqwa. Of Allah, who are loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we do not harm them in any kind of way. Rather, we are to love them as Allah loved them. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he loved them. The awliya of Allah, as mentioned earlier, subjects oneself to being one who Allah has declared war upon. Comes how? Does a person harm the awliya of Allah? Of the awliya of Allah by way of belittling them and speaking ill of them. Abu Lahab and his wife used to seek to harm the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The polytheists of the Quraysh, they were seek to harm the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in.
of them being individuals. On the kalima of Tawheed, La ilaha illallah. Their issue with the Prophet Sallallahu and the believers was none other than them being upon La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So they sought to harm them. Us, or was not for us to show enmity towards the people of the religion. Those who are standing firm upon La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But what do we find in this day and time? Individuals harming their Muslim brothers and sisters for no other reason except for their religious stances. This is in the behavior of the disbelievers. Those who harm the Muslims because of their religious stances and holding on to that which Allah has legislated. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he threatens those who harm the believers for no other reason than their adherence to the deen. Be aware. Don't harm your brothers and sisters who are standing firm upon call Allah, call Rasul, or call Sahaba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَاتَنُوا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَتُوبُوا فَلَهُمْ مَذَابُ جَهَنَّمْ وَلَهُمْ مَذَابُ الْحَرِيقِ Indeed, those who put the believing men and women to trial by harming them, and then they do not repent for them is the punishment of the hellfire, and for them is a blazing punishment and torment. The tafsir of this ayah, and tafsir of Surah Al-Buruj, you will find connected to this surah, the story of the boy and the king. When the people believed in the boy, what did the king do because of them opposing that which he wanted them to be upon? He dug ditches and set them ablaze. And the believers were forced to go into those blazing pits if they do not turn back away from their religion, going back to that which the king wanted from them. The disbelievers, that when they are not followed and they are opposed, even if they are opposed based upon the truth, 
they seek to harm the people. So it's amazing how we find individuals who say La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And more specific, individuals who ascribe themselves to Ahl Sunnah wa Jama'ah seeking to harm their brothers and their sisters because of a stance that they have taken other than their stance. If the truth is with them. This type of behavior. But this type of behavior is from the mannerisms of the disbelievers. Harming the believers for no crime committed by the believers. As Allah mentions, وَمَا نَقَمُوا مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا أَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ And they had nothing against them. Except that they believe in Allah, the Almighty, the All-Praiseworthy. Harming the awliya of Allah comes by way of having asabiyya to others. Just as you find the rafidah, they harm Abu Bakr and Umar due to their fanaticism towards the family of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. that this harm that they do towards the honor of Abu Bakr and Umar, this is all out of love for the family of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Abu Bakr they were the most beloved of the Muslims to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So how can one be comfortable with harming Abu Bakr and Umar? And these two men were the most beloved of the men to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Naticism that they have is a cause of their deviance and misguidance. And it has blinded them from the reality of the affair. Truly was showing love to the family of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then they would love Abu Bakr and Umar. Towards a particular group of people, it causes them to harm another group of people who have great status in Islam. And they have done no wrong for them to be harmed in the manner that their honor is attacked by the Rafidah.
we find some of this type of behavior who ascribe to Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah. Individuals having fanaticism towards one group of people from Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah. And whoever they think is in opposition to that one group of people who they have fanaticism towards, they harm those people. They attack the honor of those people. Even though those individuals that they are harming and attacking are also from Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah. And are also people who strive to establish the religion of Allah. Go back to what was mentioned by Ibn Abdul Barr in describing these awliya of Allah. Al-Mu'allimuna li dinillah Azza wa Jal al-Amiluna bihi Those who teach the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal and those who act in accordance to it. So you find some of these individuals who fall into fanaticism towards a certain group of students of knowledge, a certain group of callers, a certain group of scholars. View to oppose these scholars, these students of knowledge, these callers, they harm them. Even though those whom they are harming are also scholars, are also callers to the religion, are also students of knowledge, individuals who teach the people the religion, individuals who implement the religion. This is from the way of the Rafibah. Towards a group of people who are honorable, but as a result of their fanaticism, they are harming others who are also honorable. of Allah Azza wa Jal individuals the people according to Islam deal with the people in accordance to the ways of Jahiliyyah. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is of the awliya of Allah. He that the affairs of Jahiliyyah are under his feet. I Meaning they are done away with. 
that we are not to return back to those mannerisms and behaviors of jahiliyyah which are in opposition to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As he mentioned, Ya Rasulullah, inna kunna fi jahiliyatin wa sharr fajaa'ana Allahu bi hadhal khair. O Messenger of Allah, indeed, we were in a state of jahiliyyah, state of ignorance, and in a state of evil. And then Allah, he brought this good to us. of Islam, we have a good that has come into our lives, and it is upon us to live our lives in accordance to this good, and treat the people in accordance to this good. The awliya of Allah, this is the way of a taqwa but from the ways of Jahiliyyah, whoever is with our group, these are the ones who we have an alliance with. And whoever is in opposition to our group, then these are the ones whom we are in opposition to. And this is whether or not those who are in opposition are rightfully in opposition. Because it's important to them is that you are either with their group or you are in opposition to their group. This is from the ways of Jahiliyyah. For the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba Radiallahu Anhum Ajma'een they did not treat the people in this manner. Those who were upon that which is correct and those who adhere to that which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala legislated then their alliance was for that reason and based upon that. And those who oppose the religion, they were in opposition to them. Look at the stances taken by Abu Bakr radiallahu an against those who refused to pay the zakat, against those who apostated from the religion, against those who believe in Musaylima al-Kadhab as being a messenger after the messenger of Allah. Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he opposed those individuals over the matters of religion. They're not with us. Connected with us. No, those individuals were in opposition to the matters of the deen. Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he fought against him. Ibn Abi Talib radiallahu an,
the combatant, the Khawarij? Was it a matter of they are not with us? Or was it a matter that the Khawarij were in opposition to the religion? That the Khawarij were in opposition to the religion. As Abdullah bin Abbas, he said to the Khawarij when he debated with them, that I come from the Sahaba, the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and none of us are with you. Meaning that the ijma of the Sahaba is the haq. And they were in opposition to the ijma of the Sahaba. Companions were on the side of the Khawarij on the day of Nahrawan which was a big indicator that the Khawarij were upon falsehood. And there was no room for ijtihad in their opposition to Ali ibn Abi Talib. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah freed himself from Ma'bad al-Juhni and those with him, what was it over? The religion or they're not with us? It was over the religion. He denied the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah knows what the servant is going to do. That's it. Rather, Allah's knowledge of the action of the servant comes after that the servant does the action, not before. So Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah, he said, when you meet them, inform them that I am free from them and they are free from me. from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the Sahaba radiallahu alhum ajma'een when dealing with the people not the George Bush da'wah either you are with us or against us subhanallah wa bihamdi you're always right it's not possible that someone can be in opposition to you because of an incorrect stance you have taken Allahumma musta'an that we claim to hold on to. Where are these principles? Al-Haq la yu'araf bil-rijal walakin al-rijal yu'arafuna bil-haq that the truth is not known by way of the men but the men are known by way of the truth. Where are these principles? No. The awliya of Allah. Don't harm your brothers and sisters. Those who believe. Those who observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't harm them. Don't harm them by speech. Do not harm them by action. Because a part of being a good Muslim. 
is that you do not harm other Muslims without right. You do not harm Muslims unjustifiably with speech or actions. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, Al-Muslimu man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi wal-muhajiru man hajara man nahallahu an That the Muslim is the one who the other Muslims are safe from his tongue and his hand. And the migrant is the one who abandons that which Allah has prohibited. These for the many people who harm their brothers and sisters, their Salafi brothers and sisters, without right. Warning against them online, without right. Warning against them secretly, without right. No justification, except they're not with us. Allahu Akbar. Brothers and sisters, left off being with Allah and His Messenger, have those brothers and sisters left off being upon the way of the Sahaba? There is no that they are not with us, then perhaps you are the ones who have left off being upon that which Allah has legislated in his book, being upon the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu being upon the way of the Sahaba. Perhaps you are the one who was in error. And this is why your brothers and sisters are not with you on the position you have taken in a specific matter. Or maybe they're not with you because of your mannerisms and how you treat the people and run the people away from being with you. Maybe they are not with you because of that which they see from your double standards, judging one group of people with one group of rules and then another with another set of rules. Maybe they are not with you because some of you behave in the manner of criminals. And you are not just in how you deal with the people. Have to think why they are not with you. Position is based upon the religion. Did you ever stop to look into why they are not with you and what they are basing their position upon? Or is it that all you are concerned with is they're not with us? These individuals who make this the standard of being upon the truth, them being with a certain group of people or not, instead of the people being upon that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated in his book, legislated in the sunnah of his messenger, and united the Sahaba upon. These are the scales. These three fundamental principles that was mentioned by Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. 
المنزل والنبي المرسل والسبيل السلف The book that has been revealed, the messenger or the prophet who has been sent, and the way of the salaf. These are the three fundamental principles that we judge all statements, actions, and creeds by. Whatever is in opposition to that, it's wrong. Whatever agrees with that, it is correct. It's not based upon the well-known students of knowledge, the elder students of knowledge, it's possible that they can be wrong. They are not the judges or that which is used to judge the people by. Rather, it is the book of Allah, the sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam, and the way of the Sahaba. And when you find that the people were tested by Ahlul Sunnah, They were tested by the imams of Ahl-Sunnah because of the stances of the imams that they took in upholding the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu and the way of the Sahaba. And those who oppose them in those stances, those a'imma, those imams were tested for the people due to the adherence to the deen. in their proper way. And don't misuse the principles of the religion. And don't misuse that which the scholars have done in establishing who was upon the truth and who was not upon the truth and misapplying these things as you find from some of our brothers and sisters who have characteristics of fanaticism towards some of our brothers and sisters. We have to address these matters because we see this happening and people are quiet and not saying anything. And at the same time, other Muslims are being harmed because perhaps we are harming someone who is from the awliya of Allah. Inshallah ta'ala, I'll stop at this point. Whatever is correct, the praise is for Allah azawajal alone. Whatever is incorrect, is for myself. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha ila ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk.